Um, there's yeah. only so many. Oh, sorry. Oh, who was talking? No. Oh, oh no. 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 Who was talking? No. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 122 of Rhythm Encounter, the RPG Fan Music Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Salvato, and with me today are four panelists that have been waiting several weeks to do this episode. So, uh, let's start with Gio. Hello, I'm the reason why we had to wait a few weeks to record this one. It's only a little bit because of you. It's it's It was your internet and the fact that you like had to go on vacation. I mean... Yeah. I guess I guess it is partially on you. Uh, I consider my vacation like um, uh, part of um, my pre- preparation for the episode because it was fall in the place oh, I went okay. to. There you go. Yeah. Well, you're here now, and that's that's good. Um, Audra okay. is also with us today. Hello. And Jimmy. How's it going? Going well. So as as you clearly know now from the title uh and if you didn't uh from what geo just said we are going to be talking about fall music today which you know it's one of those things like i've been talking to people like in real life about this episode and they're like what does that mean I'm like well that's kind of the point of the episode what what does fall mean to each of us you know what is the sound of fall or autumn depending on where you live um and i think we all kind of had slightly different responses to that here. So it's, these are fun topics, these seasonal ones, because there, there are certain sounds that we associate with different seasons, especially in video games. Um, and autumn, autumn, I don't know. I don't know if it's the rarest, but like it's, I guess autumn and spring are not the extremes of summer and winter. So you don't see as much of that in games as you do like, you know, beaches and hotter places and snow places. So I, I'm looking forward to this one. We did do an autumn theme. I thought for sure I had the link in my face, but I don't. Um, we did one a long time ago called Pumpkin Spice, um, an older episode. I'll put the I'll put the link in the show notes. But uh, that was kind of an autumn theme too. But that was many years ago. So it was a good time to revisit this. Um, but that's that's a lot of me talking. But how about all of you? Like, uh, I always like to ask why why people are here. So, what what drew you to an autumn or fall episode? For me, um, as someone who uh, hasn't, you know, who doesn't regularly experience fall, I like. I'm fascinated by it. I think it's my favorite season, just in terms of aesthetics and like the feeling of the cool air and like the the slowly yellowing oranging um foliage it's uh it, it's really pleasant and yeah I, I i thought i'd like um try i wanted to like figure out like how i would um soundtrack it like how i like what songs i would associate with this season like we did for spring a few months ago yeah, that's kind of why I'm here too. I enjoyed the spring theme episode, so I kind of wanted to explore the fall one. Just 
It's one of my favorite seasons, so I figured, why not? Yeah, same here. Um, it's definitely my favorite season um, for a lot of reasons, mostly because my kids finally go back to school. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm a big Halloween guy, and I definitely am not a huge fan of the heat, so summer is not my favorite. Um, so fall is really kind of just a good time. It's like a chill time for me. It's really relaxing time to start playing some RPG, so I thought this would be a good episode. Awesome. I, uh, I'm sure I've talked about this on the show at some point. I'm not sure which episode. Maybe it was the spring one, but uh, until I moved to New England, I didn't really quite understand fall either. Uh, I knew it was a thing, but in Southern California, uh, fall just meant that the leaves didn't do the thing that they do here and other parts of the world where they turn red and orange and yellow and all these like nice fall colors. They were just like green and then suddenly they were dead and they were on the ground. So, you know, it, it technically did exist over there, but it's not not the same way it does in some parts of the world. So I have a newfound appreciation for the season um, to say nothing about, you know, the weather and, you know, warm drinks and all that stuff. And I'm impressed that not one of us mentioned pumpkin spice uh, <laughs> at all. I think I've had it like once or twice. Um, it's yummy, but I don't think they it's I don't think it's a regular thing here. Oh, no, it, it is a regular thing here now, but it didn't used to be. I've probably so had I, it more than I've want yeah. to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it like a pumpkin pie and pumpkin pie spice. Like, I think it's delicious. I think it's I don't know how or why it, it turned into what it's turned into over here. Um, I mean, you can go into a grocery store now and there's there are pumpkin spice end caps of like just cereal. Like all the popular cereals have a pumpkin spice flavor. And I'm like, I don't know that it literally needs to be in everything. Um, it's in everything. Uh, for some reason, uh, I think it's a good flavor, but I'm like, I think we're going a little far with it. I want to try it. You should. Yeah. I Do they have I, a cin cinnamon toast crunch pumpkin spice? Is that it? Maybe, maybe. They have Cheerios, I know. They, I, I think I've had the Cheerios. The Cheerios, I think, are pretty good. Um, there's a French toast crunch. So, like, that's that has, like, you have the maple in there. So, I don't know. Maybe that's getting closer to pumpkin spice cinnamon toast crunch. It probably exists. I'll, I'll, I'll look and let you know. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to ship you a box or anything. <laughs> Maybe the most expensive <laughs> box of cereal you've ever bought. But <laughs> if you really want it. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, probably um, if I win the Staffel one of these months, that's what I'll ask for. <laughs> okay. Our, <laughs> our, inter our internal raffle, instead of yeah. asking for a game, you're going to ask for a box of cereal. <laughs> hey, those right. usually have games on the back. So. Oh, that's like, true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, the last box of Cheerios we bought had some like little match games, like match this phrase to this. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if that's what you want, that that's fine. Yeah. I would pick Mario RPG or something, but that's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, we're we're way off topic now. I'm sorry. I, I'm the one that brought up pumpkin spice, and that's my fault. So maybe we should talk about some fall music. Um, actually, starting with you, Geo, what what's our first track today? Yeah, um, I'm bringing a song from the game Daedalus, The Awakening of Golden Jazz. It's called Every Day. 
I now, despite the fact that we have a farming episode coming up, I couldn't resist bringing on a fall song from Stardew Valley because I adore Stardew Valley. But at least to be a little bit less um, predictable, I picked something off of the prescription for sleep Stardew Valley album. So my pick is uh, Fall, The Smell of Mushroom from Prescription for Sleep Stardew Valley. So let's go listen to Every Day and The Smell of Mushroom and we'll be back in a few minutes.
Yeah, so I guess for a bit of background, uh, Daedalus, The Awakening of Golden Jazz is like this weird spinoff of this like little known detective series called Jake Hunter. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but it's like a, a very old detective series that goes all the way back to the NES, but we only ever got like a bunch of DS and 3DS games and then now this one, which inexplicably got localized, I think, for Switch and PS4. It's interesting. And like um, one of the first songs you hear is like uh, Every Day, which is like this really serene uh, piano tune. And like, I don't know, like something about the little twinkle of the piano keys and like the glockenspiel like midway through it's it's for me, it's like the perfect way to walk through, like walk along a sidewalk. Like I'm imagining like a sidewalk in in the States or like anywhere temperate. And it's it's perfect. Like I could be sipping like a cup of pumpkin spice latte walking down the street to this. <laughs> I don't know. Like I it's perfect. And like I actually the whole song, like all the instruments in it are perfect for spring. Like the violin, you know, the actually I don't know what else is there. Like the piano, the violin, the Lachenspiel. It's a simple song. It's it's quite nice. For me it's the perfect autumn theme. I think it captures the kind of mellowness of autumn in a way. Yeah. The more it it's a I agree. I think it's very perfect for fall. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a good description of autumn. That it's a good word for it, mellowness. Yeah, and jazz is really underrated. So, yeah, uh, actually, uh, I don't know if this song in particular is jazz, but yeah, like it's like piano smooth. It's yeah. What I would call like smooth jazz. Yeah, almost like um, like something you hear in a like a coffee shop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. While you're sipping your pumpkin spice latte. Exactly. See, it all comes back around. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually uh, this was not actually an, on purpose. It just happened to be when I was doing my notes. But I was drinking a vanilla latte uh, when I was taking the notes on this one, um, which of course was like three weeks ago now, and I only remember that because I wrote it in my notes. Um, but it 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 fit for me. Um, I don't remember if I was at home or out somewhere. Um, but yeah, it, it does have that kind of coffee shop feel. Um, and I feel like the song really evokes that, that nice fall moment of having a warm drink on a cool day kind of thing. Um, and, and then it's one of those songs that I like if, like, if you really break it down, it's, it's a pretty simple melody. Um, like it's not overly complicated, but it's just really effective. Which sounds like a weirdly like clinical way of describing music, but um, uh, I like that it's simple. But I also don't think you know when I say simple, I don't mean that it's like easy or easy to make. You know, like it it does take talent to like take a simple melody and make it something memorable and emotional. And I think this one really comes together nicely with the piano. And you're probably right that it's a glockenspiel. I was like, I don't know, is it a triangle? I don't know, but you're. Um, you're probably more accurate on that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just it's just so nice and relaxing. So, um, I enjoyed it. You're yeah. always surprising me with the songs you bring on. So, 
I know I knew about this series. Um, I didn't actually realize that it goes back to the NES days. Um, but obviously we don't get most of them. Um, but I don't I have not played this one, so all new to me. <laughs> so and my my notes on it being relaxing kind of just kind of flow right into the next one. Um because Stardew Valley's music is pretty relaxing anyway, but when you come out and turn it into like a, a prescription for sleep album, well, it just goes like, you know, it kind of doubles down on that feeling, you know? Uh, there's only so many games out there with like literal autumn or fall seasons. Um, and a lot of the times it is things like farm games and life sim. Um, so, uh, you know, this episode didn't require, you know, actual in-game fall themes versus something that just fit the season. But, you know, I I like my Stardew too much that I couldn't resist bringing it on. Um, uh, so this this is actually... Okay, I'm going to start that sentence over again. Um, uh, Scarlet Moon published this album in... Wow, really? 2021? I really thought it was last year. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, the Prescription for Sleep series has been going for several years now, but... You know, many of them are like game specific and they published this Stardew one in 2021. And it's just such a great fit for Stardew's music. Um, and, you know, part of that, I think, is because Concerned Ape was actually involved in the, you know, song selection, I think, or at least, you know, involved in the album coming together, um, which is great. So between, you know, his original compositions and Gentle Loves performing it, uh, I, I just love it. Um, you know, all the music on there, the, their, the way they arranged it, uh, really lent itself well to like a chill jazz treatment. Uh, and I think the fall ones especially really benefited from that feeling. So that is why it's here. Yeah. I, 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 I did, like, I, I'm, I haven't listened to the original version of this. I know, I know some people have, but uh, for me, I don't know how they could make it sound more fall. Like, I don't know something about the sad, although it's, oh wait, no. let me start it, start over. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts are all over the place, but yeah. Um, I feel like, um, for one, I feel like the saxophone weirdly fits, even though it's not something I associate with jazz Um, it makes me think like of fall as like a contemplative time like you're kind of reflecting on your year somewhat because it's at towards the end and you're like thinking if um, did my year pan out how I wanted it to or maybe something like that like that's what I was thinking while listening to it. it it felt a little bit um uh a little bit wistful a little bit sad yeah no um i'm actually glad you said that because i, I made a mistake because i forgot i wrote extensive notes on this one i'm used to writing a paragraph so i stopped talking after my first paragraph and then i scrolled down and i forgot the second part of my notes um but i'm glad i'm glad i i missed that because one one other the other thing i wanted to mention was the liner notes um by gentle love on this song um, I wanted to mention here and it actually is perfect with what you just said because they said fall is here majestic and beautiful but with a tinge of sadness and mystery 
Players will be very busy at this time, but the soundtrack reminds them that things are winding down and winter is coming soon. So um, I was I was originally going to say sort of what you said, like how that that does kind of sum up the feeling of this song. And it, it really does capture that sense of winding down because of the sax and the piano. So um, it's it's cool. I, like, I'm really happy that I, I made that mistake and that you got to that before I even said that. Yeah, I love it. Although I like how um, I didn't realize like it was more of like a winding down kind of thing. No, we're preparing for harsh winter snow. I know, I know winter is not pleasant for people who like who have to experience it every year. <laughs> so I, I, I can imagine why like it's a bit sad. Like it's, you know, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's a bit un. I don't know. I'm I'm imagining like I'm I'm guessing people. It, it's a bit unpleasant for some people. Well, I mean, especially mm-hmm. for farmers, right? Yeah, for farmers, oh, yeah, especially. Yeah. Coming from someone like myself who has very little artistic or musical talent, um, I'm just impressed that, like, the feeling of a season can be encapsulated in a song. Like, I, I can just imagine, you know, someone coming to a composer and be like, "Here, we can you write me a song? Um, sure. What is it? Uh, can you, you know, encapsulate the feeling of autumn?" And I would just be like completely lost, you know. And, uh-huh. and like I don't even know what that means. Um, but this is like a just a great um, example of that. So I just think it's it's just amazing when stuff like that. Like you you listen to it and you really do think, yeah, that's really I hear fall on that. It is impressive. Pretty spot on. I, I think I'd feel the same way about every season except maybe summer. Like that's like. How do I sum up spring? How do I sum up winter? It's a bit, it's a bit tough. But autumn might be the hardest one pinned down. I think. Maybe we should do an episode about it. Yeah. See if we can figure maybe. out figure out what the sound of autumn is in games. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Hundred episodes from now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not now. Like maybe next not year. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So that that was our block one. Uh, block two, we are switching over to Jimmy and Audra. So, Jimmy, what is your first song today? Uh, my first song is from Tales of Symphonia, um, and it is The Old Familiar Scent of Azalea. Nice. And Audra, what's after that? Mine is Thank You by Jason Chen from Autumn's Journey OST. All right. Let's go listen to The Old Familiar Scent of Azalea and Thank You.
thinking about all the days you were right by my side. Been thinking about how you never left me behind. And all the things that you said to help me ease my mind. And I don't know where I'd be without you in my life. Now I just want to tell you how much I so long we're still going strong cause without you here i'd be nothing nothing at all even when times were bad you believed in me and now i'm standing tall and i just want to thank you for sticking through it all i just want to show you how much i appreciate Um, so the, I went with this song um, because, first of all, Tales of Symphony is my favorite Tales of game. Um, but just the way the game starts, it's, it's just always stuck with me. Like the opening scene, your character kind of fades in and he's in a school um, at, in his hometown. So um, it kind of encapsulates the whole, you know, fall is back to school season. The game starts out in a school and just the the whole color palette kind of of the opening town feels very autumn-ish to me um and just the the way the song sounds in general i felt had a like a fall feel to it so i thought it was a good fit here there's a coziness to it almost like a familiar scent 
Yes. <laughs> I think Let's when the just... oh sorry. Oh no, you can go. Um, I was gonna say like I think when the accordion kicked in, that's when I, that's when it really felt like fall to me. For some reason, something about it, something I can't pin down. Like I, I, I tried to think about it when I listened to it, like, like uh, when I listened to it at first, and then, I don't know. It's something about that hum, that buzz, reminds me of autumn. I don't know why. Okay, accordion is fall. Then are, are you taking yeah. notes, Jimmy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So when sure. you go to compose your fall fall theme, okay. make sure there's accordion. All right, so Weird Al Yankovic is officially a fall artist guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so this is not a Tales game I have played, but I really like the the kind of breezy sound of it. Um, the horns are a nice touch, and they add it adds like it adds some warmth to it. But it's also um, I don't know, like it, again, it's it's hard to describe like a sound as like pertaining to a season or even like a temperature, but that's where I'm going with this. But, um, you know, fall is like, you know, to me, like fall is definitely something, a season of different, different feelings because, you know, fall can be warm one day and cold the next, you know, like today, midday, just today, you know, we, we went out and I was like, I had my, uh, my jacket on in the morning, but then by the, by midday, it's like, well, it's a little too warm for this. And then like three hours later, uh, my hands were frozen. So, uh, it, it's fall is interesting that way. Not all the time, but some days, like it really is both. Um, so like to me, like, you know, some of the instruments in the song, I get some like warmer sounds and then some like cooler, breezier sound. So I don't know, I might be reading way too far into it, but that's, that's what I got out of this one. So I, I liked it. Um, but it could, it could kind of cover both ends of the spectrum there. It's all you could bundle up too. Yeah. Until the sun comes out and then, and then you got to take yeah. it all off <laughs> and then put it all on again an hour later. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that this week being in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it, was 80, it was 83 days ago. Today the high is 49, I think. Oof. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have that much of a fluctuation this week, but I can imagine. Some people I know around like to say, you know, if you don't like the weather, stick around for 15 minutes. It'll be different. <laughs> where, um, if I may ask, where is Ohio? Like, where is it in the United States? I, I can't place it. Well, it's called the Heartland State. So if you looked at Ohio, it would be like right in the chest, is what they say, like the right, the right <laughs> hand, uh, yeah. kind of Midwest, um, right below Michigan. Oh, um, yeah. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Indiana, and Kentucky are the surrounding states. So, so anytime you could go to Detroit. Yeah, it's a three hour three hour drive to Detroit from where I'm at. I you don't want to go for, there, right? No, no. Well, I went there for SummerSlam, but oh. don't get me started talking about wrestling. I almost <laughs> I almost derailed a retro I was on last time because I got started. So <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask if like WWE is good now. Like I stopped watching like a few years ago when it became really bad. So but I don't want to derail the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll DM you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of what kind of game Autumn's Journey is, but it's going to be really tricky to segue from wrestling to Autumn's Journey. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. Yes. <laughs> 
Autumn's journey is a VN about mainly about friendship, actually, which is why I thought this song was very fitting because it's not only a story about that's set in autumn, then it's also about friendship. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, in, we have the holiday, the Thanksgiving holidays here in Canada and America and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice segue into autumn. So it makes me think of autumn a lot with the. I just, I think it's this cute song and it's very touching and yeah. And there's no wrestling in it, unfortunately. <laughs> that was well, the I first was... thing I noticed was the lack of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wrestling with my thoughts on this song because, like, this song took me by surprise, kind of. Like, I was, like, I don't think I was expecting like a pop song, like a straight up uh. pop song. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I think it, it's I, I thought you chose this because of like Thanksgiving, like that's why. Yeah, that was kind of my thought process for it. Yeah, yeah, I figured, and uh, yeah, but I actually like it. Like it's pretty catchy. Like it was kind of playing in my head. Like after I listened uh-huh. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. And like I looked the guy up, Jason Chen, and like he still makes music. Like he still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It kind of caught me by surprise, too, a little bit. Um, it sounded like something that would be on, you know, Top 40 Radio, like, right now. <laughs> so, it, it was, I did I did enjoy it, though. Um, but it oh, definitely caught, caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, well, the, the game is, what, it's only a couple years old at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's only, I want to say, three years, maybe, two. Okay. It's not too long. Yeah. And and you found a you found a game specifically set in the season we we're talking about, which, yes. like I said, fairly rare actually. Uh, so good choice there. Yeah. All right. Um, this is this is like the biggest like uh, tonal whiplash we're doing in this episode. It's going from block two to block three, and uh, and I blame Jimmy. Well, actually, I thank Jimmy. I'm not <laughs> I'm not blaming you because you you picked your songs before I did, and I was like. I was trying to figure out stuff that would fit here and like what's a good fall thing and then I saw you pick this one I'm like good because that is an aspect of fall that we haven't covered anywhere else here so I picked something to go along with it. Um, <laughs> so what what's our, our next song Jimmy? I went with Mages in Their Chantry by Inan Zur from Dragon Age Origins. Awesome. So my more or less companion piece to that is Works and Ways Unseen by Ryan Ike from Shadows Over Loathing. So let's go check those out now and experience a decidedly different side of fall than uh, Jason Chen's Thank You.
So yeah, I went with this one um, for probably a kind of obvious um, reason. Well, originally when we had this episode scheduled, it was before Halloween, um, and now it's been a little while. But I definitely had Halloween on the mind. Um, pretty, pretty important holiday um, in my household. So uh, this definitely sounds. Um, this song sounds like it could be included on a Halloween playlist. Um, it's not too spooky, but it definitely has that kind of, um, you know, that vibe. It almost a, almost like a whimsical um, tone to it, kind of midway through. Um, just kind of feels magical. Um, definitely a good fit for Halloween season. Yeah. Kind of has like a mystical, unsettling vibe to it, which definitely fits for Halloween and preparing for Halloween and stuff. Uh, this is the song I would play on my porch when trick-or-treaters like come by <laughs> and I, I give them I give them like prunes or something. Something something horrible. Uh. Like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> do you do that? Know. Do they have trick-or-treating over there? They do. Okay. Uh, no, we, we, we're nice. We give them like Snickers or something. Okay. Oh, good one. Yeah. But this one sounds evil so I thought I'd do something evil alongside of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw, I kept seeing this post on Instagram over Halloween of a, a, a family or person, whatever, who offers potatoes. Like they have a bucket of candy and then a potato and, they, and it, anyone who comes by, can the kids can choose either a piece of candy or a potato. And apparently they pick potato more than anything. I think just because it's weird. Uh, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, why they thought of that, but I think it's pretty funny. Uh, free French fries. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I, anyway, I'm, I'm so glad you picked this one, Jimmy, because even before recording, I, I had a feeling it was, uh, uh, you know, fall is nice and chill, but also Halloween exists. Um, and not only is that like an essential point and something to celebrate, but it let me bring, you know, my own companion creepy song on. Um, but we're not talking about that one just yet. Um, but the atmosphere, I love the atmosphere in this song. Um, it, it actually makes me wish it was a little bit longer. I mean, I'm sure, you know, obviously in the game it looped, right? Um, but I wish it was a little bit longer because I like how slow and moody it is. And it just has this like cool haunting, like... It's not scary, like you said. It's just a little bit disconcerting, I guess. Um, and there's some 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 of the finer in uh, like that tinkling, whatever that is, that's in the background. Like it's just there. It's just kind of hanging out in the background. Um, I don't know. It's just it's really cool. Um, it's just very atmospheric, like I said, and uh, it sets a mood. So. It, I like that we're representing that side of the season as well, even though I know that we're posting this after Halloween, but it's still worth talking about. All right. And now um, another game that is almost as graphically intensive as Dragon Age uh, <laughs> is Shadows Over Loathing. So I've not played this one. I've seen this one. Um, I was more an observer of this game uh, because Hillary was playing it and she reviewed it for the site. But uh Man, it it's a tricky thing. It's so it's so hard to convince people that uh, this black and white stick figure game, uh, two, there's two of them now, or three if you count the very original browser game, um, are so good. 
they're so good and the writing is just so superb and uh ryan ike did the soundtrack for both shadows over loathing and west of loathing and um oh he's great um on west of loathing he made this really solid and memorable wild west soundtrack which was you know that's why it's called west of loathing is set in the wild west um but on on shadows you know shadows over loathing is has this more uh kind of lovecraftian there's some like weird like you know alien aspect to it and otherworldliness and shadows surprisingly um but he just he really leans into that like musically i like his his choice of instruments is perfect um across the soundtrack there's silly songs and some interesting stuff but some of the bigger themes like this one and like the main theme that we had on a prior episode just they land so well and you know like i said it's a stick figure game like it's i don't like as much as none of us want to judge a game by its looks it's really easy to look at this and be like what is that like and that's fine like it's natural to think that at first but you know I, I try not to do that like there's so many games now that are can deliver something way beyond what you're expecting based on their visuals like games like this or undertale um so i you know i try not to make up my mind based on just like you know a book you know judging a book by its cover kind of thing but i'm just I'm constantly blown away by the soundtrack for this game and how much care went into it. Um, this song here, just he sets a mood so well with the cello and the piano and the way they they build on each other and are woven together creates this piece that's melancholy, but it's also so beautiful somehow. Um, Hillary, the last thing I have here is uh, Hillary described this one to me as one of the less creepy songs. Um, and not one of the, as she put it, uh, when you're gibbering shadow language to yourself in the mirror tracks. Um, so, you know, if you play the game, that's something to look forward to. Sorry, um, gibbering shadow? Uh, shadow language. There's a shadow language that, like, as your character, like, kind of gradually, like, becomes a little more, you can become a little more unhinged in the game. So you'll start sometimes, like, just talking to yourself in this weird language. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Oh, I, I imagine like this game is like way more sinister than it looks. Like it seems, it looks comical, but oh I, no, I don't know. It, it really is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it, it yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it's oh. both though. It's both. It really is comical. Like even like you know, near the end where things get really really weird, it's still funny and still well written. So yeah, it, it it's one of those things that really can be both those things uh and it's impressive yeah, the soundtrack of all the tracks i've heard from it have been really impressive so far mm -hmm. yeah I, I i'm one of those who like kind of who doesn't want to judge it by its cover but it's tough sometimes like when you look at it and then you listen to the music and the music's amazing like this song in particular it's like like you you were right the way the it's very simple like the piano and the violin weaving together and building up as the song goes and it, it's it it's quite beautiful i love it the way it builds over time and uh it's not very i think hillary's right too it's not very sinister or it's not very spooky but it's you know it's, it's similar like it, it it does evoke the feeling of halloween as well there's a little bit of like darkness to it but not nothing too like really evil yeah yeah 
Yeah, it, it has its foot in the door, but it doesn't like step all the way in like some other track. Yeah. Okay. We're good then. Should we move on to our last block? Sure. Yep. Go right ahead. All right. Uh, Audra, your, your song, your song, your second song is next. Oh, yes. It has the very long title of Branch Colored Past Time, First Chapter 100 Years Ago. From Suikoden, the Woven Web of a Century. Cool. Branch Colored Past it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is, man, RPGs and like their game titles and song titles sometimes are just like, yeah, you need to pare it down a little bit, guys. I like that Mon Yu. Oh, good. Yeah, that, that Mon Yu game. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I understand it's done on purpose and like, no, we're at, we're doing we know it's ridiculous, but so hard to talk about that game by using its full title. <laughs> um, all right. So after after that one, Geo, what is our other track? Yeah, I'm bringing a national part from Pokemon Heartgold Soul Silver. Awesome. All right. Let's go listen to. All right, I'll just do it. Branch Colored Past Time First Chapter 100 Years Ago and National Park.
I think even though the title might be longer than the song itself, I actually really like Branch Colored Pass just because it it sounds to me it captures the like the cold and crispness of a autumn morning. Kind of like if you're walking through somewhere and it's just a little cold, a little nippy, and I don't know, there's something about the instrumentation that just really kind of sets the stage for just coolness without really and sharpness without really being like overwhelming. Yeah, it does. Like it's a good stroll. It's actually it plays during a part in the game where you're actually strolling around the camp gra- uh, castle ground and stuff, and I could see that being like just a fun day. Yeah, well, autumn's like the perfect season to stroll, isn't it? <laughs> so okay, so it plays in a castle then. All right, because I, I I actually had it in my head that there was some kind of like royal I don't know aspect to it. I don't know. It felt like. Well, it's like a castle ruins. Okay. Plus, so it's, but it's kind of, it's right by, and it has a tree there, which is why it's called the branch colored past and stuff. Gotcha. Is it like the other Suikoden games where like you, you, like, like you build a castle over time? Yeah. Oh. This is actually the past of the castle keep that you eventually build. Oh, that's really cool. Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. A hundred years earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always, for, in my head, I get this one because there's like a handful of, of getting games that didn't get localized. And I always have this one mixed up in my head with uh, the visual novel games, but this is not one of those. Right? Oh, no, this is the PSP one. Yeah. Is it still like turn-based strategy? Yeah. Okay. Oh, dang. Yeah. I should play it. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was so similar to the, to the mainline games. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's pretty interesting. I talk about it in the fan translation podcast episode of Retro, which is fun, too. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you reviewed it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I don't think it was someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that you brought this song on because I had completely forgotten about the existence of this game. So <laughs> <laughs> add it to the long list of my backlog. Happy to remind people of it. <laughs> Speaking of strolls. The perfect place the stroll was in a park, right? Like yeah. A national. Oh, yeah. Some you could say a national park. It's the perfect place to stroll. Yeah. I don't know. Like this song from Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, it's probably my favorite because like it's, uh, the vibe. Like if you, like running along this like, Pokeball shaped park, it's, um, it's really. It's really one of the things you remember as a kid. Um, I, I mean, I played I played the original first, like on Game Boy, uh, on Game Boy, and then the DS remake came out, and the song blew me away when it was when I heard it. It's like it's like how I am, remembered it in my head, but like with real instruments, sort of like synthesized instruments. But yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it goes along. It we kind of loop back on the first song. Every day from Daedalus, because, like, this is well, and I guess, like, in my limited um, experience with Autumn, like, this is what I remember really just walking, walking and experiencing, uh, you know, sp- sp- uh, Autumn mostly through trees and the breeze and just the feel, the relaxed feeling you get. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a simple feeling, but 
It's one that I really look forward to every time we travel around this time. I can see that with this one. Yeah, yeah, I think it fits really well with the autumn fall feel. I think Pokemon is very good at that with their music capturing a particular feel. Every game's different, but um, so much, so many memorable um, themes. This one was perfect, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mike was like saying earlier, like there aren't a lot of um, games that feature autumn. Uh, Pokemon's like one of them, at least like some of the games have like autumn in them, I think, like black and white, I think, like mm-hmm. Generation 5 they have. And it, it's very, it's very attractive. Like, it's very, like it makes you want to, oh, it made me want to <clears throat> uh, experience it personally. That's like one of the reasons, one of the reasons why we travel around this time, I think. A lot of Filipinos want to experience uh, autumn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Was Generation 5 when they added Deerling? Yeah. Is that when they started doing seasons? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally guessing there, but I'm glad I was right. (laughs) Um, This is such a cute little, like, unexpected track. Um, It was one of the sort of trickier pairings when I was putting this episode together because I was listening to it and I kept finding that, like, it fit really well with the Suikoden song, but also fit well with the Daedalus song, but also the Stardew one. Like, it, it... fit with a lot of things today um so eventually i obviously landed on pairing with suikoden but it's it's just like it's really like nicely chill and like sort of a bit funky i think at least that's what i get out of it like it's it has aspects of relaxation um between these more like exciting like adventuring segments and Hmm. it's just it's just fun like hearing it go between the two things like you have this slow opening that builds up to like this exciting trek through a national park but then it comes back down a bit you know as if you're you're taking a breather from a hike or setting up a campfire or something i don't know Uh, boy i just rambled on in these notes didn't i um but yeah i just i I like the kind of ups and downs of it and i i very very briefly uh listened to the original game boy version to compare and it does not compare um, at least for me, like I'm not, you know, it, it's we, it's hard to go back, go from like this to the original sometimes, because I feel like just because of you know, better hardware and all that, like the melody is there, of course, in the original and it's cute and all that. But th- this one, like this rendition of it feels more like this is what the composer originally wanted to do with it, um, if they could have. Um, so it just it feels like a good, a good like not rearrangement, but you know what I mean? Like, like this is more like the true version of the song, maybe. Um, I don't know. It's it's a fun little melody, and uh, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, perfectly put. All right. Well, I think I think that's mostly our episode, that of our upcoming bonus track. I think it, at one point we used to call it a surprise track, but then when it's in every episode, <laughs> that makes no sense. So uh, I, I'm glad we surprise. started calling it a bonus track. <laughs> surprise, there's a ninth one. Bet you never saw it coming. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I really liked the the variety of things we had here today. So uh, thanks, everyone, for your, your picks. Um, so as always, I like to mention games that made their debut on Rhythm Encounter in this episode. And, well, it was most of them. <laughs> uh, the following games apparently somehow have never been on Rhythm Encounter. And that's Daedalus, The Awakening of Golden Jazz. Autumn's Journey, Tales of Symphonia, Dragon Age Origins, Suikoden, and Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. 
Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, everyone's songs except mine uh, were, were from games that had never been on the show. Hooray for diversity. I know. I mean, I stand by my picks anyway, but I'm also glad that we got to represent some new stuff uh, for 75% of the show. So. Oh, and I forgot the actual name of the Suikoden game. Genso Suikoden Sumu Gureshi Hayakunen no Toki. Oh yeah, I was I I decided to use the the translated title in the in the show notes just to make it easier on people. Okay, so those are the games that debuted on this episode. Uh, coming up next on Rhythm Encounter, we are doing an episode about composer Hiroki Kakuda, who's done Secret of Mana and many many other things. So uh, the songs we have picked out so far, I think, are going to represent a nice like lineup, a lot of diversity in his contributions. So that'll be fun. Uh, that's coming up next. Um, after that, we are doing a farming episode. So Stardew, Harvest Moon, uh, Story of Seasons. So all those are up for grabs. Um, yeah. So those are actually going to be our... Let me see. Let me check my dates so I don't lie to anyone. Yeah. So those are going to be our last two episodes of the year. Uh, we're doing that. And then early January, we'll be doing a, a music of the year thing for 2023. But yeah. So coming up is Hiroki Kakuda and farming. So look forward to those. Um, we would appreciate any of your feedback. If you have any feedback or thoughts or song selections of your own, if you want to tell us what what songs represent fall for you, or at this point, I guess you can talk about winter music. Uh, you can email us at music at rpgfan.com. And uh, how can everyone contact each of you? Uh, let's start with Audra. Audra B at rpgfan.com. I just have email. So. Okay. Me too. Um, how about you, Gio? Um, yeah, you can find me uh, through email at uh, geo at rpgfan.com or on the Discord. I am geo there as well. Easy to remember. Yeah. Um, how about you, Jimmy? Uh, I'm on the RPG Fan Discord as Turner based XP. So that's the best way you can find me. Okay. Um, if you enjoyed Rhythm Encounter, make sure you also check out RPG Fan's other podcasts. We have Random Encounter and Retro Encounter as well. Um, last week, Random Encounter did an episode about Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, uh, the remake of Star Ocean, the second story, and Dave the Diver. Um, I'm very curious how Jono uh, weaved those three things together because those are all very different games. So... Yeah, be sure to check that out. Uh, coming up on Retro Encounter is uh, they're doing a game journal on Bloodborne. And then after Bloodborne is actually <laughs> Dragon Age Origins. So if if the song today uh, got you in the mood for Dragon Age, uh, check out Retro Encounter coming up soon and you'll get a lot more Dragon Age. Uh, you can also find RPG Fan on most social media. You can find us on Facebook, uh, the thing I'm still calling Twitter. Instagram, all those. Uh, usually we are RPGFan.com, so check us out there. We're also on Twitch. Our website, of course, is RPGFan.com. And I have to keep plugging our, our shop, which is at RPGFan.com shop. We actually just introduced a new product. It's a, a new design showcasing like every major RPG Fan logo throughout our 25 years. Um, and one of the reasons I definitely want to push it is that because it's a, an anniversary year for us, uh, we're only selling that through the end of the year. So um, I encourage you to check that out and see if you would like it on a 
your product of choice. Uh, I've, I've seen some people get it on t-shirts. I've seen it on hoodies. Um, one of my friends got it on a baseball tee and it even looks good there. Um, you can get mugs and some other stuff. So if you're curious about that design, be sure to go check it out at rpgfan.com shop and uh, order your thing of choice. Um, and finally, if you enjoyed this, be sure to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen. Uh, we appreciate reviews, subscriptions, um, you know, sharing it with your friends, your family, whatever. Uh, just the more people that listen, well, that makes us happy. So uh, that is about it, um, except for, again, our secret uh, bonus track, which time is Audra. Uh, what is our bonus track today, Audra, for yes. fall? It is A Story You Won't Believe from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Awesome. I, I listened to this... Uh, credit to Jimmy for sharing it with us first. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we can say it's Audra and Jimmy's bonus check then. Yeah. Um, thanks, everyone, for being here. This was a lot of fun. Uh, thank everyone for listening. Um, so we're going to close out now with uh, A Story You Won't Believe from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye, everyone. If you remember, Audra, that's okay. Oh, The Witcher. Believe it is a story. You, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Audra, did you just apologize for someone else coughing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did. <laughs> well, for interrupting the cough, I guess. <laughs>